And from midnight tonight, 110 suburbs across Liverpool, Fairfield and Canterbury Bankstown will be sealed shut. That's 900,000 residents who can't leave their area, even for work. are not vaccinated, be prepared to be basically in lockdown until Christmas. In mid-October, when we hit 70% double dose, visitors to households, if everyone is vaccinated with caps, will be okay. Pubs and restaurants will reopen for vaccinated customers with the four square metre rule to apply. Hairdressers and barbers will open again only if you've had both jabs. interesting is I've been told there's not even been a discussion in crisis cabinet on when unvaccinated people can do any and 81 penalty infringement notices issued in the last 24 hours more than 400 of those notices were again for people being outside of their home without a reasonable excuse People will be digitally tracked to ensure they're sticking to their 14 days quarantine at home. The SA government has developed this technology for the program. It includes an app with a geolocator and facial recognition software. The participants are contacted randomly and have just 15 minutes to verify their location or authorities will be on their doorstep. Awaken, 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 awaken and rise! Good Morning America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This letter report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Plutocracy Report on PRN. Sponsored by me, a working-class truth seeker who does everything for free as a public service because he believes in liberty and humanity and wants to end plutocracy, which is leading us to misery, slavery, and death. Well, it's November 2021. BlackRock and Vanguard own the world and everything in it. Pfizer and Solus billionaires scheme and plan our despotic, dystopian future and own governments around the world. And still, no one but we exclusive Pluto heads use the word plutocracy. Oh man, I even hear Dimwit say, This isn't a plutocracy, it's fascism. No, no, it's corporatocracy. You know, because the biggest corporations are in control. 
Stop demonizing rich people, Vince. Yeah, well, corporations don't think and act on their own. They are owned and operated by filthy rich pricks whose life mission is to expand profits at all and any costs. With soullessness and zero empathy for superfluous normies like us. Rich pricks and their endless fiat funny money is our government and the artificial god they created for their class of sociopaths and their demented, foul offspring kids. This is plutocracy. It's rule by the rich. Let's get the term right. And why am I still the only one using it? The word can galvanize resistance because we are naming the enemy. You ever notice when a truth teller says something like, they're enslaving the world through the banking system. And cheapies rebut by saying, Who's they, you conspiracy theorist? You can't even name who they are. You're delusional. There's no they. No group of billionaires conspire and plan stuff. Oh, what do you think, Bill Gates and George Soros run the world? Yeah, you're crazy. Yeah, many people don't know how to respond to that and don't even know what the word plutocracy means. And, you know, hey, I, I had to look it up when I first heard it like 30 years ago. They don't teach it in school, and politicians and the media don't use the word. So spread it! I've always had a response to sheepies asking who they are. The plutocrats! The economy is a plutonomy, and they are invested in everything because they control unlimited money creation and where it goes. And yes, they all conspire and have the same sociopathic goals. It's not even a freaking secret anymore. Build Back Better to Dystopia has been announced, and the spending bill will be passed, and now their agenda has gone from conspiracy to blatant intention to operational right in front of our freaking faces. The best term for who they are is plutocratic globalists. Real people, not inanimate corporations. Like the corporation or just the title Pfizer doesn't automatically pay to advertise and sponsor popular TV shows in the Pluty mainstream media matrix. You know, so only good things are said about the awful and evil corporation of sickness management and exploitation. A human being made that decision. You know, perhaps it's a CEO, Albert Brulo, who is an obscenely wealthy Greek slimeball piece of excrement. The conniving greasy rat makes 18 million a year, but they list him as only having a net worth of 28 million, which, you know, many sports ball players have way more money than that. Even their contracts are bigger than that. But, you know, Tiger Woods and Michael Jordan are not plutocrat. <laughs> is because Pfizer uses wealth for the buying of power in government. That's plutocracy by definition. He and his staff of scoundrels and poison pushers decide who to buy in government and what networks to advertise on, you know, so nothing bad can be said about them and no investigative journalism is done on their poisonous products and actions. The point is the corporation is so powerful via fake fiat funny money hoarding and government contracts that they hold clout over governments and the Pluty media. I've seen and posted on Telegram several unredacted Pfizer contracts that define the outcome of their nefarious negotiations. The contracts offer a rare glimpse into the power one pharmaceutical corporation has gained to silence governments 
throttle supply, shift risk, and maximize profits in the biggest globalist false flag event in history. Public Citizen put out these six points about Pfizer government contracts, proving a corporation has clout and control over governments. Number one, Pfizer reserves the right to silence governments. Yep. Number two, Pfizer controls donations. The Brazilian government, for example, is restricted from accepting Pfizer vaccine donations from other countries or buying Pfizer vaccines from others without Pfizer's permission. Well, I got news for you, Brazil. You don't want the goddamn crap anyways. Number three, Pfizer secured an IP waiver for itself. The CEO of Pfizer, Albert Burrell, has emerged as a strident defender of intellectual property in the pandemic. He called a voluntary World Health Organization effort to share intellectual property to booster vaccine production. Ah, nonsense and dangerous. Oh, yeah, it's dangerous to Pfizer's freaking obscene profits. Number four, private arbitrators, not public courts, decide disputes in secret. You know, what happens if the United Kingdom cannot resolve a contractual dispute with Pfizer? Well, a secret panel of three private arbitrators, not a UK court, is empowered under the contract to make the final decision. The arbitration is conducted under the rules of arbitration of the International Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, the ICC. Oh, okay. Both parties are required to keep everything secret. You know, oh, well, that's cool. No one needs to know anything. In fact, it's best if everything the plutocratic globalists and their criminal corporations do is kept secret. You know, sheepies don't want to hear anything anyways. They just want to do whatever they're told. Number five, Pfizer can go after state assets. Oh, great. A contract allows Pfizer to request that courts use state assets as a guarantee that Pfizer will be paid an arbitral award and or use the assets to compensate Pfizer if the government does not pay. For example, in U.S. courts, these assets could include foreign bank accounts, foreign investments, and foreign commercial property, including the assets of state-owned enterprises like airlines and oil companies. Yeah, who's in control, sheepies? Number six, Pfizer calls the shots on key decisions. Great. Uh, Pfizer's ability to control key decisions reflects the power imbalance in vaccine negotiations. Under the vast majority of contracts, Pfizer's interests come first. But wait, Pfizer's a benevolent corporation that only wants to help end the pandemic, right? No, idiots! They want guaranteed and continuous profits and power! Perhaps the only way this evil corporation will fail is when so many people get sick and die from their products that even the dumbest sheepies on earth stop trusting them. If we could all just admit plutocracy is the root of all evil and all our problems, we can demand an end to it with a one-page law. We could truly save the world in one freaking day. Money is the control device and method, and it's used over us to rule nations and communities and people. And we need to end it by outlawing it and make it punishable by death. And that is why we need to use the right word to describe the biggest problem of humanity and the worst people in the world. Plutocracy is the word, and plutocratic globalists are the people. When you know what the problem is, 
You see how easy the solution is. All right, that's enough plutocracy talk. I think you get the picture. But now I'm going to focus on sheepy babble and the Pluty media and present predicaments we have to face and overcome with unflinching, stoic bravery and heroism. Because we're badasses. And we intelligent Pluto heads, well, we get the same info from the same limited alternative places. So I try to be different than other shows, as I've done my whole life. And I would like to show you what the sheepies are reading and thinking. Because I know y'all don't follow the propaganda for sheep media. You're all too smart for that. So I do it for you. I sacrifice for you. (laughs) Well, this article for pure sheepy fools, astounded and dumbfounded me. And I want to break it down and give you the true interpretation and meaning of propaganda like this crap. How does a pandemic start winding down? You're looking at it. (laughs) The pandemic isn't over. No, 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 no. But new cases nationally have dropped below 75,000 a day, less than half the number in August. The United States will soon reopen land borders to vaccinated visitors and lift several international travel restrictions. More than 2 million people boarded flights last Sunday, not too far from pre-pandemic travel levels. (gasps) Oh my God, this is great. It's almost over, sheepies. Kids, many of them newly vaccine eligible, are back in school with no massive surge of new coronavirus infections. Some older students forced to wear masks, wear their face coverings as if they were chin guards. Oh my god! Those little rascals! Get them all injected and full of blood clots! By the way, did you know the FDA just approved a blood thinner pill for kids? Just as the FDA approved injections that will cause blood clots in kids? Oh, how convenient, huh? Wake the F up, people! If you inject your kids, you are unfit for parenting. You are dumb. You're a child-abusing demon parent. I'm sorry. All right. This is hard for me, my friends. We're all dealing with horrible things right now, but this is horrible what they're doing to kids, what they plan on doing. All right, let me relax. Let me compose myself. Mm. It goes on. The holidays are coming, and it won't be like 2020 this time. It's already obvious in the Halloween decorations. So over the top, it looks like people are overcompensating for last year's depressed trick-or-treating. Oh, how cute. It doesn't end. We just stop caring, or we care a lot less. Jennifer Nuzzo, an epidemiologist at Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health, said, when asked, when the pandemic would be over. I think for most people, it just fades into the background of their lives. (laughs) There could be a winter surge since respiratory viruses thrive when people huddle in heated rooms. Oh, those filthy poor people living five people to a two-bedroom apartment. Ew, they're so gross and spread the COVID. Some experts said they expect at least a modest uptick of infections over the next few weeks. Last year's brutal winter wave of infections, which peaked in January, was just getting rolling at this point on the calendar. And although aggregate national numbers are lower, many cold-weather states, particularly in the Mountain West, have recently seen a rise in cases and hospitalizations. Alaska, slipping into the dark winter, has had the highest infection rate in the nation. 
Well, let's make it clear here that it's all about testing. They don't mention that the cycles of magnification changed on the PCR test protocol. They can say COVID is gone anytime they want, and they can say cases are on the rise anytime they want, as long as sheepy morons are still willing to get a schwab shoved way up their schnozolas. It's like a dial they can turn up or down. COVID is a method, not a real pandemic. They don't even need a specific virus to perpetuate this pandemic anymore. It's all about testing and relabeling deaths. It has always been about that. Infectious disease experts and Biden administration officials are not about to make any definitive predictions about when the pandemic might end. The virus, SARS, SACOV2, SARS-CoV-2, whatever they call it, is slippery and opportunistic. Wow. Just like the plutocrats, huh? How coincidental. You know what? Maybe we need to get Aquo the coronavirus back on. Remember him? Maybe we'll do that next show. I got to hear from him. It is still mutating. It has appeared to lose traction several times over the past year and a half, only to surge anew. And it took advantage of more lax behavior and the contagiousness of mutated variants. Ah, that damn lax behavior. We need perpetual slave behavior to end the cold infections. See what I'm saying? I mean, they can turn up or down the dial at any time. There already is 300% more sick people now than last year, and it will explode since many people got injected and they have ADE. But they can say those people don't have COVID. You know, just a new super cold. Or they can start labeling everything as COVID again, like they did last year. But they want to say the vaccines are working great. But it's the unvaccinated fools, you know, making more deadly strains in their healthy lungs. It's all their fault. I mean, we told them to get vaccinated, and now they're psycho killers. We know we can deal with the Delta variant really quite well. My concern is that if we allow there to be smoldering infection into the fall and into the winter because those 93 million people are not getting vaccinated oh, for the most part. Terrible people. My concern would be you may allow a variant that we haven't even recognized yet to come along and in fact be better at transmitting and more serious than the Delta. We haven't seen that yet. Oh, you got so one rather ready, than though, be huh? worrying about these others that are around, let's make sure we don't let new ones come in. Well, our unvaccinated people, the reason we're seeing these new strains oh, yeah, and will an increase in vaccinations mitigate the virus morphing in multiple ways? Oh. Uh, well, that's yeah. a good one because the answer is short. Sure. Yes. Yeah, yes, of course. Force those idiots to be vaccinated. It's Or else they're going to kill us all. I mean, it's amazing how they can say anything even if it's a complete opposite of reality and common sense. But somehow, sheepies believe people who wear suits and have high-paying gigs in government and media. And in reality, those are the people who are the most untrustworthy people in the world. We live in upside-down, bizarro world. Is it the worst cold ever, the flu, or COVID? What to know before winter? Even so, the trends are favorable. With most sheepies vaccinated and infection rates dropping, the United States has entered a new phase of the pandemic in which people are adapting to the persistent presence of an endemic. But 
usually non-lethal pathogen. They really have no choice. The virus isn't going away. Oh, it's not? I think it's becoming slowly part of the furniture, <laughs> said Andrew Neumer, <laughs> an epidemiologist at the University of California at Irvine. He still wears masks in grocery stores, but no longer does he always don one of the highly productive M95 masks. Uh, uh, I don't want to wear scuba gear everywhere I go. <laughs> it's just part of the human environment now. <laughs> wow. Well, you would think that's a good thing for a dumbass like Andrew Neumer to finally figure out. But, you know, this dimwit still recommends vaccines. Of course he does. That's also the view of Robert M. Watchter. Chair of the Department of Medicine at the University of Kami, California, at Socialist San Francisco. Watched her is hardly complacent about the virus. This summer, he took to social media to warn people they needed to renew their vigilance as the Delta variant took hold and breakthrough infections became more common. But he's vaccinated and boosted now <laughs> and making his risk calculations under the assumption that our current environment is roughly as good as it's going to get, and he doesn't want to forgo travel and indoor dining the rest of his life. Uh, um, my feeling now is that we're nearing a steady state where things might get a little better or worse well, for the next few years. It's not great, but it is what it is. Watched her said in an email. Holy freaking crap, this is priceless. I... I mean, I hope the sheepy babble amuses you as much as me. Uh, uh, there's no cavalry coming, so decisions now should be predicated on this being something near steady state. Uh, uh, to me, particularly, once I got my booster, it prompted me to accept a little bit more risk. I mean, mainly because if I'm not comfortable doing it now, I'm basically saying that I won't do it for several years. <laughs> Maybe forever. Oh, you poor little bitch being forced to overcome your wimpy fears of getting a cold. <laughs> All right, bear with me. This gets even more tragically hilarious. We don't want the virus to win. Yeah, because it's a war, right? The uncertainties over what the virus will do in the coming months presents a messaging challenge for the Biden administration. The White House needs people to see the pandemic as real and present threat to public health, one that requires continued precautions and universal vaccination. All Hitler! All Hitler! Officials want to be perceived as being on top of the situation. Uh, Delta may be our last wave of infection as COVID transitions to a more endemic virus, said Scott Gottlieb a former Food and Drug Administration commissioner and Pfizer board member. Yeah, great. One of the many agents of interchangeable government and corporate lying scoundrels. And uh, it'll continue to evolve, probably requiring occasional updates to our vaccines every year or two. Yeah, that's it. Sure, Rat Fink. Try every three to six months or more. Other experts are less confident the pandemic will fade away. Uh, uh, boo, boo, boo. I'm incredibly doubtful this is our last surge. And I think some geographic areas are going to be hit again. Uh, boo.
said Michael T. Olsterholm, director of the Center for Infectious Disease Research and Policy at the University of Minnesota and a Biden transition pandemic advisor, scumbag scoundrel. (laughs) There's this waning immunity issue. It is or is it not occurring? How much could we be back in a soup again when we're in pretty good darn shape today? Well, it'll be like in 12 months. We're all going to be in trouble. Hey, quit booing. I'm just telling it through. We're never getting out of this. Well, Michael, let me explain it to you. That will depend upon public acceptance to living in a despotic dystopia that our unelected plutocratic leaders have planned for us all. You little crap-stained minion. Meanwhile, the American public, even while resuming many pre-pandemic activities, is keenly aware that normal life hasn't returned. A recent Quinnapitic poll (laughs) asked when things will be back to normal, and 81% of adults answered, Eh, about a year, I don't know. (laughs) Including 26% who answered, Never, never go back to normal. I don't care, I don't like normal. This is great, I love pandemics. The Biden administration is well aware that the president's approval ratings are in part tied to how Americans perceive his management of this pandemic. Biden's approval ratings, according to Gallup, have fallen 14 percentage points since June, when Delta hadn't fully gained traction and the numbers of new daily cases was at a low point. Biden's health advisors had told him the most effective way to snuff out the pandemic is to continue to increase vaccinations. So the administration's overriding focus during the next couple of months is to increase vaccinations, particularly through the rule Biden announced in September requiring businesses with more than 100 workers to mandate vaccines. That rule is expected to be finalized and implemented in the coming weeks and affect about 100 million workers. Uh, We're following the approach that has served us well from the beginning. Uh, You know, keeping our eye on the ball, getting more people vaccinated. Sir Jeff Zentis, Zentis, the White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator. Uh, you, You know, the virus has proven to be unpredictable and, you know, we cannot let up and we will not let up oh you're such a hero jeff your job is so important the trajectory of the pandemic is an urgent matter for people making holiday season plans yeah you mean the trajectory to totalitarianism last year millions of sheepy families chose not to gather as they traditionally would have this year they have a green light oh well maybe a flashing yellow light Uh, I think people should feel comfortable in celebrating the holidays in a reasonably normal way. Be they trick-or-treating for Halloween. You can feel the same way about Thanksgiving. You can feel the same way about Christmas, said Anthony Fauci's Biden's chief medical advisor for the pandemic. Uh, You know, we're, we're still in a pandemic phase, he said, but added... We're inching more and more towards normal, you know. We're going to inch there, and it's only like five freaking miles left. Uh, As long as people are coming into hospitals with severe cases of COVID, the pandemic is still too real for frontline healthcare workers. And it's very real for the millions of parents with unvaccinated children, Nunzi noted. 
I mean, they want the children so effing bad. These people must be punished with mob justice and citizens' arrest. Though the anxiety could ease with Friday's Food and Drug Administration announcement that the Pfizer-BioNTech coronavirus vaccine has been authorized for children 5 to 11 years old. Oh, man. Uh, my heart hurts when I read this. Economic disruptions have eased a bit, but there are still huge supply chain issues, jobs going unfulfilled, businesses barely staying afloat. Ah, who cares about that? They're just useless normies. Social and political divisions generated by the pandemic and the government response have calcified into anger, conspiracy theories, and self-destructiveness. Experts agree there is virtually no chance of eradicating the coronavirus. Oh, they're so brilliant. How do they know that? <laughs> but the goal, Fauci said, is to, to get out of the pandemic phase and get into the control phase. That would probably mean fewer than 10,000 new daily cases and that the vast majority of people do not face a significant risk from the virus, even if they were to contact breakthrough infections. Yeah, you mean like it's always been. Or wait, is it, you know, 99.7% survival rate need to go to 99.8% before the control phase? Uh, just think about it closely. We know the control phase means total control over us, not a virus. And, you know, the, the fear of getting a cold or flu must never go away for them to achieve that. Well, I'm sorry it took so long for me to read that article for morons. And I kind of feel sick to my stomach now. But do you see what the sheepy narrative is? We need to know. You know, it's, oh, maybe things will get back to normal soon. Well, if, if just more people get injected, or maybe it'll never end. Oh, my God, we got to be so cautious. And whatever may come is dictated by some insane and nonsensical pseudoscience made up by so-called experts, you know, who were merely minions of the money masters. You see, that article is trying to give the sheepies some hope and pretend things are getting better because of the wonderful death jab agenda, which convinced people that risk of stroke, cancer, ADE, heart swelling, blood clots, death, etc., are better than the risk of getting a cold naturally. In fact, we know the spike protein enters cell nuclei, suppresses the DNA repair engine, will unleash explosions of cancer, immunodeficiency, autoimmune disorders, and accelerated aging. I mean, I've seen jab sheepies that look like they age 10 years just months after getting jacked up with the hydrogel swill. I mean, isn't that perfect for the people who profit off disease and sickness like Pfizer? Here's what we free-thinking people who do research know. This will probably be the worst winter ever for sickness, and all because of the death jabs. The highly injected idiot nation of the UK is the evidence of what to come for jab tards, you know, with antibody dependency enhancement around the globe. Check this out. Thousands of people across the U.K. are coming down with the worst cold ever as the country reopens from coronavirus lockdowns. Stories about the super cold have dominated British media in recent weeks, and there have been tens of thousands of Internet searches for worst cold ever. Many have taken to Twitter and Facebook and TikTok to complain 
that they're unable to shake the bug. Reported symptoms include sandpaper throat, head and body aches, uh, runny nose, fatigue, sometimes lasting weeks. Check this out. Day eight of super cold. <laughs> I'm losing track of time. It's grim as hell. CNN producer Luke McGee wrote on Twitter, Benjamin Butterworth from the I newspaper said, Every bit of my body aches. I feel like I've run a marathon just from being awake. Seems like the worst cold ever might have got me. Ah! Well, you know, these dorks have been jabbed. No doubt about it. I mean, someone at CNN and a nerd named Benjamin Butterworth. <laughs> They're definitely sheepies. I guarantee it. And I guarantee this is a result of the fake vaccine. Listen to this bullcrap. Wow, the symptoms overlapping with COVID-19. Super cold sufferers reported testing negative for the virus. Yeah, you know, because they only want the unvaccinated to get the COVID positive now. Over the past 18 months, the pattern of symptoms have changed as the virus has evolved and more people have been vaccinated. Many of the symptoms of COVID-19 are now the same as a regular cold, especially for people who have received two doses of the wonderful vaccine, making it hard to tell the difference. Yeah, you foolish sheepies were afraid of getting a cold, so you took a horrible concoction of toxins and mad medical technology into you, and you end up getting the worst cold, and you may even die. Right in for the sun, Dr. K said there was simply more virus circulating in the community this year. You know, that's all. She suggested people might be catching multiple bugs, resulting in prolonged illnesses. This year is like every single year. There is never just one cold cough of virus doing the rounds, she wrote. Yeah, you mean unlike last year when only one virus was in existence. So if you feel like you had a cold and are only better for one or two days before feeling ill again, well, you may just have been hit by successive bugs. Yeah, you know, it could be anything from that evil nature we have to go to war with. Let's burn all the trees and kill all the bats. No, idiots. It's man-made sickness. It's from the results of confusing and suppressing your innate immune system by taking death jabs. And the COVID was made and released from a stupid super lab in Kami, China. <sighs> I was going to read more of this. I can't take it anymore. I got a sick feeling in my stomach after some of this bullcrap for sheepies. I'm sorry, my friends. You know, I got to quit kidding myself and thinking more people are going to wake up to this scam right away. And the mass psychosis will start wearing off. And I thought after people are seeing pictures of dogs brutally slow killed, and they're the cutest dogs of all, the beagles. You know, they don't seem to mind mad, deadly experiments being done to humans right now and kids. So I thought maybe seeing dogs tortured and killed would make people wake up to the evil people that they obey and trust. You got to understand, the government paid to do mad, satanic-like experiments on animals for no reason, no good reason. And they also are doing it to humanity. They killed countless people, not just from the Franken-virus bioweapon, but from the protocols they ordered and got our hospitals and nursing homes to obey. 
mean, wonderful, precious, elderly grandmas and grandpas and parents died in isolation. Others died by denial of appropriate and adaptive treatments. And they were put on ventilators and killed because that's what was ordered from the top. The top. Those people made the protocols. And we became a society that won't question or disobey bad orders. Why? Well, because we need the money. To obey is to keep getting paid. A human of true integrity and character would rather risk losing a job than obey orders that they know are detrimental to the community. And even if they end up homeless and have to live in the woods with me, they don't care because they know right from wrong. Now, a lot of people are afraid even to lose a crappy job, and they just don't care. If I don't do it, I'll just get someone else to do it, and I got a family to support, so I'll keep killing people on ventilators. If only that would change, we could stop this agenda. And there is one possibility. If the money they work for became less valuable and people understand the money they earn by surrendering their free time is subjected to devaluation and inflation, which is coming, they may finally get as mad as hell and they won't take it anymore. The plutonomy monetary system is the control structure. To pull off a pandemic to dystopia, you need trillions conjured out of thin air by the passing of spending bills. CARES Act, Infrastructure Bill, Build Back Better. They control unlimited trillions, and money controls the masses. Plutocracy is just a gig to us, even if their job is to kill people by mad medical protocol. An invading army is just soldiers being paid to kill people. You know, it's all okay if someone of authority told you to kill someone. Putting people on ventilators, even though you know there's more than a 90% chance it'll kill them. Well, it sucks, but I'm just doing my job. Gotta follow the protocol. Some of us are just following orders for money, and some of us are willing to sacrifice to do what's right. We the people who will say, hey, this is wrong. We can do better. We are better than this. I won't participate anymore. And then look around to others and say, let's stop doing the wrong thing. Let them fire us. We can find another gig. Who's with me? Hello? Hello? Anyone? Nobody? Oh, whatever. I'm prepared to be homeless and die before I give in to this treacherous tyranny. The phase two mass injection agenda is still ongoing, and the minions of the globalists in government have one job and one script, and here it is. Get vaccinated, America. No! No! Go get the shot. How about no? Go and get the vaccination. No! Get vaccinated. Tell no, tell no, no, no. Hell no, you dirty mofo. Well, let's explore some of the phase two propaganda going on right here. Well, check this out. As you may know, the highest level of scamdemic and vaccine compliance, well, it's from Asians and single women. And there is a lot of propaganda geared at these libtarded dummy ladies of commie compliance and smug stupidity. 
Headline. Should women be using sex to manipulate men into getting the vaccine? Oh, yeah, hell yeah, of course. I mean, you commie chicks can be like black widows luring men to their death. Oh, God. If you're on dating apps now, you'll know that it's become a trend to list your vaccination status in your bio and even eliminate prospective dates by whether or not they were also vaccinated. The men I've surveyed postulate that most guys will submit to getting the COVID vaccine just to have access to women for sex. Not necessarily because they think it's the best health decision. <laughs> Duh, no, I like boobs. I'll do anything for boobies. Go ahead and die, you fools. Oh, sorry. Well, I hope these commie chicks continue to let everyone know that they're contaminated with toxins and mad medical technology so we intelligent, pure-blood men know to avoid them and, you know what, never have sex with a woman who is a spike protein factory. One day, you know, they're going to find a good, pure-blood man and they're going to be lying and pretending to be unvaccinated. But you know what, it ain't going to work because we will know that they're lying and they're not pure bloods because of their unhealthy appearance in brain fog. <laughs> I mean, we're seeing crap like this from women and men alike in every country, and it is the result of constant fear propaganda and communistic rhetoric. And listen to what effect it has on the brain dead sheepy population who are now willing to offer their kids up to sacrifice. Doctors want more evidence on the risk of side effects for younger children. Just yesterday, one 14-year-old boy was admitted to hospital with inflammation of the heart following his second Pfizer dose. But the scare hasn't deterred his dad from wanting the rest of the family vaccinated. He's had one of these side effects, which is well-managed, well-known and well-understood. I have a nine-year-old. He'll be getting vaccinated as well. Oh, you Aussie crap tired. You sound so serious and intelligent. Yeah, they damage one of my kids, but that won't stop me from getting the others injected with something that I have no idea what's in it or what it does. But I don't care because our job is to obey authority. And if we do as we're told, she'll be right, mate. You freaking god darn idiots. Now they have a PR campaign where they are putting messages on billboards and buses that say, I'm, I'm not kidding here, no joke. Kids have strokes too. Know the warning signs. Yeah. So I guess you go to the website where the horrible vaccine re reactions are played off as normal and unrelated occurrences. No, no, no. Kids have strokes all the time. It's not the vaccine. That was an Aussie sheeptard dad who will obey every order, even to damage his own kids. Now let's see what they have planned for people who are smart enough to refuse the death injections. This is what people are hearing from the military members speaking out because they're being trained to subjugate and abuse their own people. We've got currently serving soldiers who are reaching out to us who are saying, the generals in Australia, our leadership, are forcing us. They're training us to go house to house on our training, on, on our training grounds in urban warfare, and we're practising pulling people out of their houses with medical staff, force injecting them, and then we're practising running into the bush and catching those people who are running away. What the fuck is that about? Oh, oh. I'm sorry for swearing, but what is no, that about? No, 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 100%. We've That's got them training our military to attack our citizens in our own country. Are you kidding me?
Sorry, I didn't know he was going to swear there. But, you know, just so you know, those plans are the same for all the globalist targeted countries in the U.N. There will be slight variations, but the plans and objectives are all the same. The U.S. is behind Australia because if they push us too hard and fast, the sleeping lions may wake up and defend their liberty. So in our country, the New World dystopia will be like a creeping smog of death that shadows our nation over the next couple of years with periodic false flag events from power outages to white supremacists doing mass shootings to new virus variants blamed on the unjabbed. This is a war on us, and they don't even deny it. They say the war is on the virus and climate change instead of admitting it's a war on humanity. Prince Charles calls for a vast military-style campaign. Check it out. Prince Charles called for a vast military-style campaign to combat climate change as he opened the COP26 summit in Glasgow on Monday. The filthy royal scumbag called on governments of the world to take a warlike footing to solve climate change. Time has quite literally won out, as many countries in the world are unable to make the necessary investments into green technologies. It will be up to richer nations to marshal a vast military-style campaign with trillions at its disposal to fight climate change. Yeah, just allow them to control even more trillions and they will fix everything you can trust them you know to save the planet by drastically reducing the useless and superfluous normie population and to expand insane geoengineering programs while we tax everything people do and control their actions and diets and enslave them to serve our new world dystopia uh, all right, enough of that for now. Let's do something fun. You know, we were contacted by the Marconi Radio Awards Committee, and another Plutocracy Report segment has been nominated for an award. So we're going to keep it going and maybe extend it today. Are you ready? Welcome back to the award-nominated segment. Idiots of the Week! First idiot, slimy, limey John Oliver on the network for Nitwits HBO. I mean, this dorky, commie ass clown that has never been funny gets paid to spread propaganda to young or middle-aged libtards in an infantile and disingenuous way. The guy is so pathetic, it's embarrassing, so I won't play the nauseating clip of him berating cops who don't want to have their immune system destroyed. And he thinks it's so cute to swear. And the fake audience seems to love it, too. So after a pathetically delivered segment that was terrible and full of non sequiturs and idiotic comparisons, and nothing was even slightly funny, but the laughter was loud, and I got to assume fake, unless these libtards just laugh at anything. But he concluded by saying this. When officers are asked to follow simple rules or face consequences, uh, not an insignificant amount of them flip their shit. You know what? If an officer wants to quit over this, effing let them. Let the individuals who clearly don't care about public safety stop being in charge of public safety. It's really that simple. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, it's so simple. This prick only has this gig because he's a sniveling dork who will do any story he's told to do and deliver it as if it's cool to be a commie cuck with no integrity, always upholding the narrative of the Plutie propaganda. Nothing could be more uncool and pathetic, which is exactly what slimy John Oliver is. Next idiot, Gnome Chomsky. Oh, my God, this guy is indescribably brainwashed by academia. He is a communist through and through. He's a linguist, so dummies who think academicians are smart used to worship him because he used to say, you know, American imperialism was bad. So he sold lots of boring books about obvious things, you know, with egg-headed language. Now, I got to admit, I used to think he was kind of a good guy until 9-11 when he said conspiracy theories about it were impossible to believe and silly. He was briefly relevant decades ago, but he's nothing but a babbling old authoritarian fool over the last 20 years. Pathetic philosopher Noam Chomsky argued that those who remain unvaccinated should be segregated, saying that obtaining food after they had the decency to remove themselves from the community was their problem. All right, again, I don't know if I want to play the clip because he sounds like a mumbling corpse and he's still full of smugness and condescension, like all brainwashed socialist academicians. But what's worse than saying we purebloods who value liberty and are aware of the scamdemic agenda for plutonomy reset and a new world dystopia should be locked up and starved to death? He compared not getting injected with mystery death juice is like refusing to follow traffic signals. I mean, that is probably the dumbest comparison anyone could possibly make. And only a spineless and soulless craptard could ever say such a ludicrous thing. I don't know, maybe this is too hard to believe, so I'll, I'll try, I'll play a little of what the senile old puke said. People who refuse to accept vaccines, I think the right response for them is not to force them to, but rather to insist that they be isolated. If people decide I am willing to be a danger to the community, by refusing a vaccine, they should then say, well, I also have the decency to isolate myself. I, I go isolate. Okay, yeah, I don't want okay. a vaccine, okay, but no. I don't have the right to run around harming people. Same way as with people who say that I don't want to, I don't want to accept traffic rules. I suppose there were people who said, it's an attack on my liberty to make me stop at a red light. I don't like it's red government lights. overreach. I don't want the state to have that power I over my private it. life. I well, such people have to be, they should have the decency to remove themselves right. from the I go community. Away now. Bye -bye. If they refuse to do that, huh? then measures have to be taken oh, no. to safeguard the community from them. Oh. Then comes the practical question that you ask, uh, how can we get food to them? Oh. Well, that's actually their problem. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, you crusty old fool. You got it all figured out, huh? You're all for the greater good of the plutocrats. <sighs> so people who don't want to accept traffic rules, well, I guess they're just like people who don't want forced, dangerous, and experimental injections that offer no benefit. <sighs> 
Remember all those protests about how we don't want to obey traffic lights? No? Oh, maybe because it never happened, Gnome. You know why? Because traffic lights, they make sense, and they actually serve a good purpose. So by your idiot thinking, does that mean every mandate made by plutocratic governments in the past and now and all the ones in the future, well, it must be for the greater good, huh? And we should never challenge anything they demand of you, right? Noam Chomsky, you wickedly evil old sack of rotting rat turds. Next idiot. Alec Baldwin. Yeah, I guess this guy just shot a couple people on a movie set. But he still wants to preach about the COVID war that liberals think nature launched upon us. And not the evil globalist eugenicists with a grand nefarious agenda. You know, because they actually like those guys. They admire how freaking wealthy they are. You know, because they're socialists. And they, they don't like climate change, I guess. That's why they love them so much. Oh, and they're pedophiles. They like that too, huh? I don't know how these fools trust the most sociopathic people on earth, but they do because it's a death cult to be a libtard now. And even democide must be for the greater good in their opinion. And since that pompous Trump is gone, well, we can trust government again. It's so wonderful. Just like when Barack Obama was head sock puppet. All right, I'll play the clip and narrate. Out of war. And in my opinion, this is most certainly a war against this vaccine. Oh, this is yeah. a war. And when we had a war, we had a war in this country. Um, in this uh, country, a war in this country. In World War Two was yeah, the that happened in ultimate this example, and the sacrifices that people made. People oh. were asked to sacrifice to fight the war. Yeah, yeah. simple things: sugar, rubber, you know, you, you name it. Oh. It was rationing. How about lives? It was an effort. The American people were asked to chip in right. on an effort to win the war. Damn, you're smart, dude. Uh, and the same is true here. Yeah. People are being asked to to make sacrifices Sacrifice in order your to life. prevail at a time of war. You will prevail when you are dead! And it's variants that uh, we keep uh, producing. And we must make the necessary sacrifices to win that war. Kill yourself. Um, Kill yourself. The um, um the, 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 the uh, I'm Alex Baldwin. <laughs> uh, hello, uh, uh, hello. I'm the, so um, rich. Uh, I'm so famous. <clears throat> uh, uh, sacrifice. Kill yourself. Kill yourself for the war. Yeah, Alec. World War Two is just like COVID. You know, we have to chip in and sacrifice our immune system to win the war, and let Pfizer be the grand victors. Ladies and gentlemen, I rest my case. If anyone is not convinced these people have lost their minds after that segment, you're hopeless. Go ahead and get injected every six months until you die. Sorry, sorry. Guess what? Guess what else they call a war now? Climate change. So these idiots think we can go to war on nature itself. And all we must do is do as we're told by the plutocratic globalists and their captured government. To defeat nature. Oh, I can't wait to kill nature. You want to know something, you asswipes? You can't go to war against nature. You must live in harmony with it. Alec Baldwin, you are a mindless, soulless pile of puke. And your life is worthless and offensive to humanity. Slimy John Oliver, brain-dead Noam Chomsky, and lump of excrement Alec Baldwin, today's... 
Williams of Tweed. Well, don't feel too bad, you three turds, that I just nominated Idiots of the Week. Because actually, there is one idiot even dumber than all of you combined. Those who just try to make this a political issue. Freedom. I have the freedom to kill you with my COVID. <laughs> yeah, come on. Man, you better shut up or I'm going to kill you with my COVID. Man, we are living through insane times as we watch others descend into madness that has drove them to obey mad and evil dictates of the ruling sociopaths and somehow believe the most obvious lies and go along with their own demise just to fit in to a stupid society in decline. Well, I got news for you soulless sociopaths. Some of us will not go quietly into this dark night. Some of us are onto you, and we will fight you with every fiber of our being. We will inspire the sleeping and mindless masses with our bravery and fortitude, and they will start to join us in resistance and non-compliance to your treacherous and malevolent schemes. We will expose you for the dirty rats you are, and we will end plutocracy because a portion of humanity will not bend a knee to your AI god and accept your dehumanizing transhumanist nightmare future that you planned out for us using deceit and subterfuge. No, we want to remain free humans. You technocratic idiots don't appeal to humans with a soul. We will take back our liberty and form our own communities of compassion and cooperation and love for nature and all things good. We will protect our children and teach them how to thrive and enjoy life to the fullest. We shall restore joy and beauty and creativity in our communities. And your house of cards, Plutonomy, will fall into the fiery pit of hell where it came from. My friends, we have a hard path ahead, but let us never give up and never give in. The plutocratic globalists use their fiat wealth to launch a war on us, not nature. And anyone who supports this mad medical tyranny is with the enemy. It's up to us to save ourselves and humanity itself. You and I are the resistance, and I have faith in you. Thank you for joining me today on the Plutocracy Report. We'll have a new original song of revolt for you on the next show. Join the Plutocracy Report on Telegram. Share our show link from Anchor. If you have any ideas on how to promote the show or get us on other platforms, contact us at theplutocracyreport at gmail.com. Encourage others to fight this mad medical mandate and think for themselves. And as always, absorb and radiate love, my friends. Till next time. Oh, 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 o